Welcome to the Takes with the Tailgaters podcast. My name is Townhauser, alongside my co-host, Nathaniel Yates. Howdy. And our other co-host is uh, not here. He is in quarantine. Yeah, um, so Caden, uh, he phoned in last week, and um, we just kind of felt like this episode is a little bit more chill, and that we didn't need like an over-the-phone, like almost like guest. I mean, yeah. He's, obviously, he's not a guest. He's a staple of the podcast, but, you know, I mean, you just got to power through it, Um, so... You know, you know, maybe when we go through like more actual in-depth sports stuff, he'll be back on. But you know, this is kind of just gonna be a chill episode, so we decided just not to. Yeah, uh, I mean, moving forward since uh, NFL free agency is slowing down, and that's what was really carrying our last couple episodes. Um, we're gonna be just talking, talking sports history, talking food, whatever. It's gonna be chill. Um, if you don't like sports, I think this is a good time to tune in. Yeah, so we're going to do, like, um, probably next week, probably do a food episode. Um, today we're going to do a lot of sports history, and then we're going to have some, like, jersey talk, which, because, you know, I always got to love jersey talk. Yeah, exactly. So, but starting off, we are going to have a brief discussion about um, the NFL quarterbacks that changed teams and mm-hmm. kind of, like, predict their success, their future, and kind of where they go now. So, first one, Philip Rivers with the Colts. You know, he signed a one-year deal for $25 million. What do you think about the longevity about Philip Rivers being a Colts quarterback? I mean, it's a very interesting move. Chris Bauer was, uh, he's he's known as the guy who makes all the, he thinks about all the decisions, he's making the right moves, and then and then he trades for uh, DeForest Buckner, and then he find, signs Phil Rivers, and you're like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess you want to win now. So, yeah, it's an interesting move. I think, uh, as a Chiefs fan, I've seen Phil Rivers in a lot of games, and then he's just, I don't think... I don't think he's got it anymore. I honestly don't think he'll be the quarterback the Colts want. And I know you don't want to hear that, but I think you're going to have moments where you go, oh, that was a dime in the end zone. And you're going to have moments where, why would you throw that? And he's going to have three picks, and <laughs> it's going to be a roller coaster. All right, so predict um, his stat line for next year, like his career, like the overall season stat line. Uh, he'll have like 19, 20 or so touchdowns, and he'll have 15 to Ooh, 16 picks. All right, how many yards? He'll rack up yards. He always does. He'll rack yeah. up for like 4,500 or something. Something like that. All right, and then do you think this is the only year he'll be a Colt? Mm, I mean, I uh, they could the Colts could franchise him after this, actually. So uh, it, I think, I mean, uh, if he has a good year, then they'll franchise him, and it'll be one more year at most. Yeah. Okay. Um my opinion I've actually had some more time to think about this and I, I'm kind of liking it the more and more I think about it <laughs> oh now you are I feel okay. like that which is cause T.Y. just got shit on last year just I mean he had like 500 yards he battled injury a lot but he had to deal with Jacoby yeah. Brissett throwing the ball really short and I mean that's not what made T.Y. Hilton T.Y. Hilton I mean the dude led the league in yards not by catching 5 yard passes yeah. you know he's a extremely great deep threat so and I mean, I just think that Philip and Ty connection is gonna be sauce. I I cannot wait to see the Ty dance celebration in the end zone all the time. It's gonna be fantastic. I don't know. I think you're gonna have moments where he say that, and you're also gonna have moments where he looks I, like I an old this, geezer. This is just the best offensive line he's ever had. You know, True. our defense is improving. Um, it's not the San Diego defense, but we have the offensive line. I'd say we have around the same kind of weapons and a way better run game. Yeah. So I mean, I think. I don't know. I kind of feel good about it. And he's comfortable with, like, the coaching staff. They're comfortable with him. I don't know. I kind of feel good about it. I don't know about the longevity of it. I wouldn't mind taking maybe, like, 
uh, quarterback in the draft. I don't know who that's going to be because we traded a first-round pick. Yeah. I would have really liked to get, like, Jordan Love and then have Phillip teach him for a year. But, you know, I mean, shit happens in DeForest yeah. Buckner school, so. I mean, you can tell he wants to win now, Chris Ballard. Um, yeah, that, that's another thing I really like about it. I like that it's kind of like our team's now built for the future, but also competitive now. And especially since our division took major, like, steps down. I yeah. mean, I kind of like the moves that we took to, like, win now. I mean, we got Xavier Rhodes. Sure. Rhodes closed. I just, uh, yeah, I mean, all we, I until the season actually starts, I just don't know how I feel about the Colts because I love everything about this team. I just don't love the quarterback. But yeah. the thing is, no, it's like, agree. are they going to be able to elevate the quarterback to yeah. actually good play? And we'll I don't see. know. And we'll see. And, that, and like, that's what's hard about predicting Phillip Rivers is he's never had a team like this before, and he's only been in L.A. Well, or San Diego. He's only been with the Chargers. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting for sure, but the long, but the longevity of it is is – I don't see this going... It's two years at max. Two years at max for me as well. I, I agree on that. All right, moving on. Nick Foles to the Bears. Okay, so this one was an interesting one. He was actually... Like, the Jags and Colts were in some negotiations for Nick Foles, which I'm really glad we got Phillip Rivers because Nick Foles is not an upgrade from yeah, Jacoby no, Brissett. Yeah, I agree. Um, what do you think about the Bears QB room now? Like, like, what's your predictions for just the next season? Again, another, another, interesting, another interesting move. I mean... I think uh, I think Nick Foles is a starter day one, right? Um, why, I mean, I'm speechless. Why, I, mean, I, I have no idea what the, like. I have you, no idea. Why would you trade for him with a fat contract I if mean, you're not going to start him day one? That, I mean, that's true. But like, I mean, who's going to win? Like, if I could go to a training camp, I'm I'm obviously going to go to the Colts one because I mean, duh. And I might go to the Chiefs one just because. If I if I had to go to one other training camp, it might actually be the Bears, just because I I want to see yeah kind of that quarterback competition because it's not very often that you see a quarterback competition like this in the NFL. It's pretty often for college because mm-hmm. you know you're bringing in quarterbacks every year. But I mean, this is one where they're so neck and neck to me. I mean, it feels like yeah, I, I could see like it either way. Bears fans are so ready to just get rid of Mitch's stupid decisions and. Yeah. Terrible just read of the field. Like, I think, I just don't think Nick Foles is the answer. Like, I don't think he's... I don't think so either. And that's what makes this quarterback competition so, like, kind of intriguing is because I don't like either option. Yeah, I don't like... Yeah, because Nick Foles, Matt Nagy wants to run read options and... and Yeah, I mean, he he was doing QB draws with Mitch. I mean, you're not going to do that with Nick Foles. No, you can't. You can't do that. You're going to get him injured again. Exactly, and he just he's coming off an injury, so I would love for Nick Foles to prove me wrong. I would love for the Bears franchise to Nick be... Foles is coming off a quarterback competition where he lost to Gardner Minshew, who looks like he's fresh off a porn set. Yes, I agree. I mean, like, he lost a quarterback competition to a sixth round pick. That's why this one isn't easy to me to be like for me to be like, Oh yeah, you know, Nick Foles is probably gonna win. Nick Foles just lost to Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I mean I don't know. I think Nick Foles put in a tough spot uh, later in the year, considering Minshew was a fan favorite and he was, he was I agree. hot. I agree. But I just and it's he's it's a lot easier coming in now because trying to place Gardner, it was like he was a fan favorite. Everyone was loving him. He had the hype train. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky is the exact opposite. He's a fan. Everyone hates him. All the Bears fans were like this guy sucks. We chose yeah. we chose him over Mahomes and That's Watson. Like, I think Nick Foles is in a better situation, but like. I just don't think he's the, the answer to for how they want to play, but we'll see. No, I agree. All right, next up, the big one, Tom Brady. Tell me about – um. oh, wait, we didn't do, like, stat lines for Nick Foles, but, I mean, we don't even know if he's going to oh, play. Exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like I could yeah. see him 
around the same thing as Philip. I don't think he'll get the same amount of yards, but like I mean, that's if he like plays every game. Exactly. I don't know if he's gonna play. Yeah. So I mean, I can almost see like a potential because Naki's kind of different to where they they like almost do like a dual quarterback system. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. That'd be interesting. Anyway, Tom Brady. Um, what do you think about the longevity of Tom Brady before we get into like his play? Well, I mean, he said he wants to play till forty five, and I think he can do that. And it's that's the craziest thought. I mean. That's five years away from fifty, bro. Like that's that's insane. Yeah. But uh, I think he can do it, and I think I think he really wants to do it. I don't think he's gonna be good when he's forty five. I, yeah. I, I don't. But I think this year. But I'll, someone will pay him to play. Yeah, someone will pay Brady. Him. And I and I think I think the Bucks would still love to have him, even even if he's bad. They're like, yeah, but we have Tom Brady. Yeah. The Bucks. I don't. I think, mean, we we've talked about the additional value that Tom Brady brings to your yeah. franchise. Yeah. And you know, for a franchise that needs some credibility, I mean, Tom having a guy. A presence like Tom Brady definitely helps with that. I mean, the Bucks don't really have any room to be like, oh, actually, you're getting kind of old. <laughs> yeah, know, facts. Like, so I think this year, uh, I think Tom Brady, at least fantasy, statistical-wise, he's going to have a good year. I don't think – I think people are getting a little uh, a little out there, a little – yeah, they're just getting a little out there when people are talking about MVP and stuff like that. I don't, well, I what's think, interesting is, is like, they – like. To me, it's hard to predict their success because it's like they're in a really tough division now. Yeah. They don't have an easy schedule. But they did win seven games last year with Jameis. With Jameis, yeah. Which, granted, Jameis did have great numbers, but he also had his bad numbers, obviously. Yeah. I mean, he threw, like, I think his third leading receiver for touchdowns was the other team. Exactly. So, I mean, if they won seven games with Jameis Winston, I mean, I think it's pretty possible they can, they can win nine or ten with Tom Brady. I he, just... I mean... Yeah. It's just so hard to predict because Tom Brady it keeps proving me wrong and he keeps proving me wrong. And I, and first of all, he's one of my favorite athletes of all time. But just at 43 years old, it would be the greatest season ever by a 43 year old to yeah. just start. Yeah. And people are like expecting him like MVP. If he can just start 16 games, already the greatest season by a 43 year old ever. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's going to reach that MVP like caliber, but I mean, you got to love the weapons he has. I mean, I, I think. I think throughout the year, I think the first five or six games, they might drop a couple games, and we're gonna go what? Because like they're gonna have a shortened training camp, they're mm-hmm. gonna they're not gonna be able. And Tom Brady's all about practice and re- repetition and rhythm, yeah. and they're not gonna be able to get that. And this is a whole new system for him. Yeah. So I it's think gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. It's they're gonna one drop that's hard a couple to games earlier in the year because Tom Brady's filling them out. But then later in the year, I bet you they're gonna start getting hot, and everyone's gonna be hyping up them, and we'll see. But I think Tom Brady. Statistically, at least, is going to have a good year. Um, give me some numbers for that. <laughs> Asshole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't want to put my money where my mouth is. You know, like, I... I I'll go first. I, I'll go first. Okay. I don't know. I think he's going to have 4,000 yards. I, well, I, I think he'll hit 4,000. I think 4,000. Yeah, I mean, he had like 4,000 this year, right? I have no clue. I think he had around 4,000. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, I think 4,000 is a minimum. I mean, with that passing offense, I mean, yeah. they're not going to run the ball. I with think 4,500, five, not 5,000, but... I'm going to say... I want to say 40 touchdowns. No. 40? We'll go, we'll go 35. No, yeah, 35. 35? 35. 35 touchdowns. No. And, like, probably, like, 12 picks, because he's going to be throwing the ball a lot. That's that's a little... No, I was going to say, like, 30. No, man. I was going to say, like, 30, 31. Mike Evans is a red zone target? Tom Brady's just going to loft it up there. It's going to be He's money. just 43, bro. That's... My dad was, like, 43 <laughs> when he had me. That's, like, that's old geezer type. And I know Tom Brady's something else, but eventually, father time has to catch up. 
It. We'll, we'll see if it's this year or I not. Just, I think it'll be good. I don't think it'll be 35, 40 touchdowns. I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling 35 tutters and um, at least 4,000 yards. Okay, man. I, I just I just think 43 is that's, – that's a lot to expect out of – again – if he just started, it would be the greatest season ever. <laughs> just just play. Yeah, but Tom Brady's the GOAT, man. You can't compare him to other seasons from people who played when they were 43. I know. That's right. that's why it's so hard yeah. to predict. Moving on, Marcus Mariota, another one where he's going to come into the QB room and maybe make some noise. I mean, what do you think about Mariota in the future? <sighs> Again, I don't know. Like, the Raiders are, I don't know. Like, I think, I think Derek Carr is going to start game one. But I think they'll be quick. I agree for sure. After like four or five games. It feels like he's on a short leash for yeah. sure. I mean, all the trade rumors that he was in. I mean, the cryptic post on Instagram that like he made earlier in the offseason. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I mean, I just, I don't think he's going to be a Raider for much longer. No, and I just don't think, I think for a little bit, Marcus Mariota can win you some games. I think John Gruden would have some fun with him, you know, run some, again, read options, some just... Nice scrambles, but nothing. De- yeah, I can definitely see them in the future going like getting getting rid of Derek Carr, having Mariota play for a little bit, and then like going through the draft. Yeah, I, that's yeah, the direction I, I can see this team going. Yeah, I just I just don't think again Mariota is the answer, but whatever the Raiders do, what the Raiders want them to do, as long yeah. as I keep losing. It was games. An, it was a weird off season for them. Exactly. Yeah, as as long as I keep losing games as a Chiefs fan, I'm happy. So yeah, moving on, Teddy Bridgewater. You know, he got pretty decent contract, twenty million a year. I mean, pretty team friendly as well. The Panthers, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of lot of holes. They lost their best corner. Keekley just retired. I yeah. mean, there's so no, much Nelson. with this team. I mean, yeah, they lost Greg Olson. I mean, do you see any success here? Uh, I just, I, I don't know. I just think when uh, Teddy was going into the free agent market, everyone was just like, "Man, there's so many options. There's the Bears. There's this team. There's that team." Um, and then he just signs with the Panthers, and you're like, oh, okay, I guess. Like, that's okay. Um, and he had, um, don't get me wrong, he has the best running back in the league right beside him, but other than that, I, I don't I don't think there's much. I, I think he'll put up decent stats. I don't think they win games, though. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the stats will just be pretty mediocre, and I, I just, this team screams five wins to me. <laughs> yeah. Four yeah. or five wins. Yeah, I think, and, it, and it's not Teddy's fault, and that's what I'm kind of upset about. Because it's like, I really think Teddy could have a future, and I'm kind of upset now that I think more and more about it, like that he went to the Panthers, a team with just no immediate future. Yeah, and they just fired their best coach of the franchise, and they I mean, just... I like their coaching hire for sure. Don't get me wrong, but there's just so many holes. Yeah. I don't think you fix all those holes in three years. No, I I totally agree. I mean, we'll see again, Teddy. I also said that last year when the Saints, when Drew Brees went down, I said that that oh they're gonna miss the playoffs, and then Teddy went five and zero. So he yeah, he's wanted to surprise us, but those are also the best offensive weapons in the league yeah. alongside the Chiefs. Exactly. So, all right. So moving on, we're gonna go into sports history. So, um, actually, uh, I thought we could do like this thing called like um, this day in sports. So this day in sports was Wilt Chamberlain's last NBA game. And so I have a discussion question for you. Why do you think that Wilt Chamberlain isn't regarded as like one of the goats? I mean, he's definitely like up there for people, like top ten maybe. But why do yeah. you think a guy so dominant isn't top five, maybe even like in the discussion to be the greatest of all time? Well, I mean, it's so weird because if you look at any stat ever, 
Wilt at the top. Yeah, Wilt is in the book. Wilt, I mean, Wilt, uh, I heard uh, Chris Roussard a couple years ago, he uh, he re- referenced the NBA's, uh, like, stat line history as just the autobiography of Wilt Chamberlain. Like, <laughs> that like, is facts. Like, literally, this That's dude That's a great owns, way to describe Yeah, it. exactly. This dude owns every record. And, like, I mean, 100 points, average 50 points in a season, 20 rebounds a game, or whatever. Like, this dude's insane. And I think it's a little unfair to to Wilt to say that he played against five nine white guys. And for don't get me wrong, for the majority of the league, it was five nine. I mean, it was a lot shorter. I mean, there was only three people over six eight. Yeah, but um, I mean, in that era, he was playing Bill Russell, who had that stacked Celtics lineup. He also was playing against uh, okay, this sounds kind of stupid, but Bob Cousy. <laughs> I think that, but exactly, I think that's the reason we don't give him the respect is because we look at Bob Cousy and we look at George Mike and we're like, those guys look like some fifty-year-old, some like accountant at the Y. Just, yeah, yeah like some dude with a Y subscription. Yeah, but he's like low-key nice, you know. Yeah, like one of those is just chopping every shot. I mean, yeah, I think my side of it is so. I kind of want to combine both Bill Russell and Wilt here, like why like they aren't regarded as the goats. Well, and Wilt didn't win. Yeah, and exactly. He had Jerry that's, West. That, that's where I'm going. It's like yeah. so Wilt didn't win, but Bill Russell didn't put up the numbers. If you combine just their career, oh my god, then you'd have a, a goat discussion. But like you said, when you like combine like the competition, which I don't think it was as bad as it was, and it was a different game back then. So you can't like, like you can't pretend Wilt's like Shaq. Okay, you can't, like, act yeah. like that. I mean, he still was playing that style of game. So, I mean... I will say, though, people don't give him the credit that, that of how amazing of an athlete he was. I mean, uh, he was eligible for the Olympics yeah. as a runner. Sure. Or, I think he was a runner or, like, a long jumper. Like, this dude This dude was an athlete. He like, was a pure athlete. Like, if he was in today's which game... Is, which was rare back then. Yeah, and in today's game, he would still ball out. Yeah, for sure. Like, he would still be one of the best. He would be... I think he could be Shaq, but... The thing is, is like, if he could be, that's that's the hypothetical. Yeah, you can't, yeah. And what we look at is we look at him grabbing it in the paint and laying it up against two white guys. They're like, hey, <laughs> and <laughs> then the coach stop. is like, triple him. You know, like, there's nothing to do against. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of a shame that he won't be appreciated to the full extent he should be. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I think we're in agreement that it's just, there's too many things stacking up against his legacy. Yeah, again, and it just, it's hard to, I mean, people, people look at, people look at, like, the, the history of it, and we always think about how Bill Russell always dominated, um, Will Chamberlain, but Will Chamberlain actually statistically dominated Bill Russell, but Bill Russell just won, yeah, and, uh, that gets lost in a lot, I mean, that gets lost in, in LeBron finals, when LeBron lost in, like, 2017, and I was like, oh, man, LeBron lost. And I was like, the dude just averaged a triple-double in the finals with yeah, 28 facts. points. Like, that was crazy. But he lost, so no one cares. Yeah, so no right? one cares. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think just not winning is the reason that Wilt doesn't get the respect he does. Yeah, I think it's a great way to put it. All right, moving on now to our sports conspiracies. And I think we're going to do, like, a series, make, maybe try to do it, like, every episode. Um, One of us will bring, like, a story or two. Yeah. So I have two today. One regarding baseball and one hockey. And I know, like, those are two sports that just don't no interest idea. you, but that's why I picked them, I feel okay. like. So, um, have you heard of Cal Ripken? Nope. <laughs> so, he's one of the best baseball players ever. He played for the Orioles. Um, he's known for this amazing Iron Man streak. I think he played a total of 2,600 games, something like that, in a row. That's wild. Without missing one. So, that's pretty crazy. 
And so the streak became like a big thing for the organization. You know, they really marketed it. Fans loved it. I mean, it was a huge deal for the city of Baltimore. Yeah. So I brought a story today that is, you know, it's pretty, a lot of people believe it. So, I mean, this is a conspiracy with a lot of more traction. So that means it's true. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's true. <laughs> so in 1997, two years after he broke Lou Gehrig's record for the most consecutive games played. Um, and like I said, like this, this streak was a big deal for the organization. So Calvin didn't show up to a game and it was about to start. So, I mean, he was about to lose the Iron Man streak and that would have been really bad for the organization. Okay, yeah. like, so the there was a power outage and they okay. had to cancel the game. Well, they postponed it. And so, I mean, obviously that just screams like something fishy that the Orioles did. I mean, okay, yeah. so that's not really the part that's interesting about this story. It's more, where was Cal Ripken? And so here's the, um, like a story that's pretty regarded as truth. Cal Ripken was heading to the game. Then he realized he forgot something. So I was like, oh, gotta go home. I mean, we've all been there. He walks in the house and finds his wife with another man. Okay. Okay. And this man. This is not where I thought this was going. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I wouldn't tell you a baseball story just because okay. of baseball. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. The man is Kevin Costner, a oh, famous actor. That's why you showed me him before. Yeah. The I was like, hey, Tony, you ever heard of Kevin Costner? Okay. So, yeah. Kevin Costner. What is year it? is this? 1997. Okay. So, Kevin Costner is in his bed with his wife having an affair. And so, yeah. I mean, obviously, they get into a fight. And Cal Ripken, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I'm pretty sure this is highly believed, he got arrested for getting in a fight with Kevin Costner. What? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, I mean, there's not really much else to say. This sounds really believable. And I mean, I don't think this is like some, someone just made this up. I don't think someone's like. So, you, so the, so, so the stadium was like, oh shit, he's not going to Yeah, the Orioles up. were like. Oh my God, we might lose our streak. And they had a power out. I mean, this thing brought fans. I mean, people were loving it. Like, this yeah. was a huge deal in 90s baseball. And so, yeah, the Orioles were just like, oh my God, we got to do something about it. That's wild. <laughs> so, like, it's crazy to think about this in two aspects. One, what the hell happened to Cal Ripken? I mean, this dude's wife was cheating on him with Kevin Costner. I mean, yeah. that, that, that right there is a crazy story. Yeah. Two, it's kind of crazy to me to think about like a team actually like sabotaging for something like an Iron Man streak. Yeah, I don't know how you, I don't know how you go like, I don't know how you go about that. Like, how early do you have to be like, okay, he's not gonna show up? Did they like, did they have this like planned? I don't who know. Who pulled the plug? I don't, I don't know. I'm sure the, I'm sure the owner who was racking all this yeah. money off this like fan attendance was like, cut the wires. That's insane. Like, I just feel like. Imagine just showing up to a game and you're like, dude, does he's about to get this this uh, streak keep going? No, I haven't seen Kyle Ripken warming up yet. That's yeah. kind of weird. And, and then, then all of a sudden, bowl. lights out. Imagine being Kevin Costner though. I mean, I mean he does look like an asshole though. <laughs> he he, he kind of has do, that. He kind of does look like an asshole. He like, looks like the guy to like to have do, an affair to do with that your wife while you're going to like, a ball game. Be like, it's the game, you know. You know, just like one of those. Yeah, don't hate, don't hate the player, man. Hate the game, man. Hate the, and you're hate like, the game. No, I'm gonna hate the player. No, I'm asshole. gonna fight you. Like you're yes. kind of a dick for that. Yeah. I, I just think the combination of those two is just like, what a story. Like that kind of world. I mean, if this like, and that's what's so funny thing about like sports history is like a lot of these like, what if social media was around? Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, mean, could you imagine this happening today? Like, this would be world news. We would. I mean, we would have gotten the story on that instantly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. I mean, also, most. 
uh, interesting thing that's happened in baseball in the last 50 years. So, so there is one thing that says the story may not be true is some news reports do say that Cal Ripken was there, but like prior to the, nah, that's not as fun. Yeah. But like, even then, like if he was there prior to the power outage, maybe he had to go back home. Yeah. Like maybe, so here's what I think happened. They probably like, if he was there before the game, probably forgot something really important to him. I mean, if you have to go home and you're about to play a game, so it must've been a huge deal. Like a foot warmer or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something obviously super. a football. No, maybe like something like, I don't know, some, something like super, superstitious so. where like he just won't play without cell it. His phone. His car phone. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why he did that at home, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I mean, maybe he had to go back home and then, so they probably were only, gonna, it was probably only going to be a delay. But then they probably heard that Kyle just got arrested because he fought Kevin Cosner because he was fucking his wife. Yeah, what? How does that? I mean, imagine being the Orioles manager, if that's actually the case. Like, you're like, hey, is Cal on his way back? Actually, sir, Cal actually, just got uh, arrested. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what happened? Well, you see. <laughs> well, you see. Um, I mean, yeah, this just sounds like some TV drama. I mean, it's almost too funny to where it's like, is this real? That's wild. All right. All right, moving on. So this is the story of how Kansas City almost got a hockey team. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm trying to pull you into some other okay, sports. Okay. Okay. So, throughout, like, their history, the Pittsburgh Penguins were really, you know, highly respected organization. They of had course. great guys like Mario Lemieux. They won a lot of championships. Household They name. were a good team. <laughs> he is, if, if you know anything about hockey. Um, he's, like, debated as, like, the second best player of all time. But anyway. So, I mean, they had a lot of success. Uh, success. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking about Kevin Costner and Kyle Hopkins' wife. <laughs> So, in the early 2000s, the Pittsburgh Penguins were going through bankruptcy, and they just nearly escaped it, and so they were also the worst team in the NHL, and okay. so, I mean, I think you know where this is going, I mean, this is a, you know, genre that's highly, oh, like, yeah, okay. highly regarded in the sports conspiracy world, fixing drafts, and so there was a generational talent coming up, his name's Sidney Crosby, I don't, you might have heard oh, this. Oh, no, name. I do yeah, know who that is. Yeah, yes. Sidney Crosby. Let's go. Yeah, I'm proud of you. So yeah, so Sidney Crosby was just coming up. I mean, this dude was generational. I mean, you just knew this dude was going to come in and be absolutely filthy. Okay. So What um, year was this? 2005. Okay. So, there was a lot of threats before this draft, though, that the team was going to move to Kansas City. I mean, this was, Kansas City was the number one city that they were going to move to. And I mean, they were just, they just got out of bankruptcy. I mean, it's looking like they're going to move. I mean, this is, this is as close to relocation as it gets. Yeah. But the league, you know, they didn't really push for relocation, which one feels a little bit fishy. It's like, okay, well, true. You know, I mean, where is this going? And so they win the draft lottery and they pick this all generational talent. And then that's all she wrote. I mean, they won Stanley Cups. How many teams are in the draft lottery for the hockey? I think 12. 12? Yeah, I think 12. I, I mean, it's around the same. Okay. No. I don't know. No, it's something okay. like that. I Whatever. can't even manage all the draft right now. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. So, I mean, what do you think of, you know, not like, I don't want to like just get your opinion on draft, like fixing, but you know, kind of like bring it into this, like situation exact. Because like, I know we're going to go into more draft fixing because okay, like, well, I mean, that's a huge thing. I mean, I personally, as a sports fan, I know draft, fixing drafts is a thing. It, it There's just no way it's not. Like, 
I just think out of all, and I'm sure they wanted to keep the team in Pittsburgh because that's a that's a great that's a great it's a town. good market and they had a lot of history. It's a good market. They have a lot of history. You don't want to just up up and root, and you don't want to just move to Kansas City without any sort of like uh, tradition or any hockey. You know, like Kansas City is not obviously it might have changed if we had a hockey team, but it's not like a huge hockey town. Like I can't confirm that it's not. A huge yeah, hockey as a hockey player yourself in Kansas City, you know, and so I don't think again it would have been like. Sporting KC gets love in Kansas City, but... It also doesn't help that they're in Kansas. Exactly, yeah, that, is, that doesn't help either, because Kansas is definitely the worst part of Kansas City, but... I mean, I'm just... Pittsburgh is a huge, booming city, and I just think at that point, they weren't ready to give up on it, so they just they just said, hey. Yeah, it also feels weird because, I mean, if you read about it, a new stadium was just built for them, like, shortly after this. Yeah, and you 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 don't just like do that. You no, that's I mean, like months of planning. Yeah, I mean, if you just like if your team was like just even recently like a couple years bankruptcy, you're not gonna build a new arena. Yeah, that's like the last thing on my mind. Yeah, like, to build. Oh god, this team's losing a lot of money. Should we build them a new arena? Let's spend millions of dollars. Yeah. Um. So why there? So here's some you know things to why this isn't true. One, it's a lottery. So I mean, you never. I mean. Yeah, it might be fixed, but yeah, they might have just won it. They might have just um, gotten lucky. They were one of four teams that had the same odds. So, I mean, they had pretty good odds. So, it looks like, yeah, four, like four yeah, teams. Yeah, it's not like, like the Bulls the whenever they got Derrick Rose, like when they had like a point. Yeah, he chance. wasn't from the area, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, like some future ones that we'll do, like LeBron James, um, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Um, and another thing why it's like... Why wow, this could be debunked? Um, the New York Rangers were also pretty bad then, and I mean, I mean, if I'm the league and I'm trying to save a market, wouldn't you rather save New York? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, to me personally, I don't believe this one is true, but oh. I I don't. I just think if you're gonna save a market, you'd save New York, and I mean, this lottery just doesn't feel as iffy as like some future ones that we're gonna talk about. Yeah, the NBA's got a few <laughs> where you're like... The, I will say the stadium thing's a little bit weird, though. That is... that is. The, I just feel like that's so much That's so much planning that yeah. you just... You don't just like, okay, now... And I can see why the Penguins or a team in the league would want to save. Yeah, maybe... I mean, maybe yeah. maybe the league fed them some, like, some cash. Maybe. But, like, I nothing... Know, but nothing that crazy. arena thing is a little bit sketch. I mean, I and don't think... And also, it's just easier to be corrupt back then. True. Because you don't have technology. So yeah, I mean, and, and that's why, I mean, sports conspiracies are, like, so interesting because, like, just imagine if, like, social media and just, like, all this, like, exactly easy access technology was a thing. I mean, I, I don't think any of this would happen. No. Even though the Astros kind of did it. I think technology has created a transparency throughout, throughout like, just all aspects of life, really. Like, I mean, yeah, and, the, and, you know, even the Astros, I mean, they did something recent, but it only went on for, like, two years yeah. at most. And, I, I mean, mean, they... They saw it pretty quick. I mean, yeah. two years for like, like a, a cheating scandal. I mean, that's yeah. not that doesn't that, that doesn't happen in, in today's era. Technology, you know, like I just said, it, it creates honesty. Like yeah, like, uh, like, like all the rumors and reports that go around just like social media pages, like Instagram. Like dude, think about it. Thirty years ago, comedians were making jokes about singing in the shower, and everyone was like, <laughs> "I've never talked about that before. It's so funny." Now, <laughs> if you say that, you're like, "Yeah, duh." Yeah, yeah, yeah everyone. Yeah, everyone knows about that. But yeah, I mean, what do you think about this conspiracy? I mean, do you think this is like a true thing that happened? I mean, you're you're a real outside view. I mean, what do you think? Mm, I th- I think I think maybe they they weren't 
all in just like, okay, Pittsburgh is going to get the number one draft. But I think there's definitely ways that the league definitely pushed towards, yeah. okay, maybe let's give yeah. them some better odds or let's give them some cash so they can build that arena or whatever, right? Yeah. I think I think the arena thing is the biggest piece of evidence. Yeah. Like, that just feels wrong. Yeah. Like, That's I mean, just shady. It says shortly after the Penguins escaped, you know, bankruptcy, they, they, they won the draft, okay? And then just shortly after the draft, then they built a new arena. Yeah, that's hella shady. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. This one's a little bit less. I mean, and, you know, we're going to get to some future ones, but, I mean, there's so many, like, drafts, like, things that could be, you know, conspiracies. Favorites are, like, Patrick Ewing, Derrick Rose, and LeBron James. Even Kyrie Irving is kind of I mean, the, Ca- the Cavs had a good chance at LeBron, though. Yeah, but, like, we'll, we'll, we'll get uh, to yeah, it. We'll yeah. get to it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so there's our sports issue of the day. I mean, I think it's well, it's one we're excited about. There's um because there's unlimited sports history. Yeah, that there's some there's some more. I think there's a story that I want to tell next week that I actually saw on Instagram recently. Um, it's pretty interesting. It's how a player got cut by a fax machine. Oh, I know you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so I think we definitely got to talk about that one. So did we'll talk know, about that did one. Did you know next Kyle Corver was traded for a printing machine? Kyle Corver was well, traded for cash considerations. Oh yeah, and they, and they used that cash it, yeah. for a freaking printer. Yeah, imagine being traded for a printer. I would just feel so bad about like myself. so disrespected. But yeah, so we'll get to like more like sports stories, like more of like just interesting stories that happen. Um, but yeah, so then moving on, we're gonna do some jersey talk. We're gonna rank our top five NFL color rush jerseys. And so, Town, you want to start us off? Oh, oh crap! I gotta pull up my phone. One sec. Sorry, <laughs> podcast. Okay, so uh, I'll go five to one. So my number five is the new Jets all black jerseys. All right, so I think we should like discuss in between. I mean, just because yeah. I mean I don't want to just brush. I'll go up. my five and you go your five. How about that? I think we should go one by one. Okay, that's yeah. fine. So you said the Jets all black. So with their new jerseys that came out, yeah, I I definitely agree. I definitely I mean, those like were those the only ones that people liked when they came out. Yeah, I mean I love the chrome. It's such a nice touch. So I've talked about it like how I like it in the NFL, just like a little bit, and then yeah. like the all black just. All black just looks clean, especially when you have a helmet that somewhat matches. Yeah. I mean, that's my problem with, like, the 49ers all black. The fact that it's just, like, some really gold mm-hmm. and white prominent helmet. Yeah. If they just had some good players, <laughs> they'd be a lot cooler. <laughs> yeah, facts. If the, if the Jets had, like, a stud who would actually... Jamal Adams good. is the only one that looks cool in Jets jersey. That's facts. Sam Donald looks so whack. Sam Donald I mean, he's like tall, lengthy, and lanky, white. He just yeah. looks lame. All right. My number five... I think you're going to like this one. The Chiefs all red. Wow. And so, yeah, this one's... This one's kind of a hot take when you think of, like, best NFL colorless jerseys. No one really thinks about it. Yeah. And here's why I say that. So, I mean, obviously, I've lived in Kansas City, so I've, I'm aware of the Chiefs' existence. They I, I wore them. They went. Yeah. So, there's just something different about when the Chiefs were all red. I don't know what it is, but yeah. just watching that game, it's just different, especially being at a yeah, live think, all red game. I think the Chiefs all red is really awesome like in the arena because like just the whole sea of red yeah. and it's just got and yeah. like it kind of goes past like just jersey looks I, I literally feel like it's just like a different atmosphere when they wear all red like I don't know why but like it's ev- almost ev- like tribal yeah everyone just like is more hype it's like a celebration almost like everyone just is loving this yeah. and like even when you watch them on TV it just looks just so good and like I mean and in, in, in when they're wearing the color rush it's obviously prime time so yeah so like seeing seeing and seeing Patrick Mahomes run out and get super hype in the all yeah. red we were at that game, and even I got chills, bro. Just everyone's yeah. losing their mind. Patrick Mahomes is like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh god, the Colts are gonna get railed. And then they won. And then, we, and then we won. But yeah, so I think the all red jerseys just have like a different, just like personality to them. Like, okay, I get you. And if they looked better, like if they were like a little bit more original, 
they might be my number one just because that personality is just flair. Yeah. I kind of like the simplicity of it, though. Yeah, me too. I, I do. Th- just like like what you said, like the sea of red just looks so clean yeah, with all dude. red. All right, so your number four. My number four is the Rams yellow jerseys. Those are those are clean. <sighs> those are gross. Those they're are, probably gonna no. change them too, but they're those clean. are gross. They're not. No. Yes. See, okay, I really went through these um, my picks, and I decided to like try to go jerseys that look good on everyone. The Rams all yellow does not look good on Jared Goff. It does not look well, no good on O line. But, like, like okay, you imagine, like, on Todd Gurley or, like, someone, like, Sauce. I mean, he's not even there anymore. Yes. I mean, they like, they just don't do it for me. No, they're all yellow and just really, and, like, I know this is, like, maybe kind of offensive, but, like, the fat, like, the fat old linemen just do not look good, like, yellow. <laughs> I mean, I know what you're saying. It's, I like, mean, it's, like, a, it's, like, a snazzy. Even Aaron color. Donald kind of looks kind of whack in the all yellow. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I think it looks cool on, on the football field. I mean, I that's know. fair. I'm I not going to be like, oh, no, your pick sucks yeah. dick. Oh, yeah. dude, you're wrong. I think it looks cool. Personally. I mean, I disagree, but my number four, the Jets, I kind of already talked about it. I just oh. think the black and just the green chrome, just sick. Yeah. So you're number three. My number three is when the Rams pulled those jerseys out against that team, the Ravens purple. Oof. I mean, again, I think the Ravens and the Vikings have very similar jerseys uh, when they're with the color rush, but the Ravens, it does, it's not any purple and it's, it's just purple and black. And especially now that it helps with the players, obviously. It, let's, not be dumb. let's not be oblivious to the fact. If you have cold players in the jerseys, it makes the jerseys cold. Yeah, if you're, like, like Chiefs one. Joe Mahomes. Flacco in a purple jersey looks gross. But Lamar yeah. running and juking in that purple cold jersey looks sick. Same thing like the Chiefs. Like Alex Smith wearing all red isn't cool with Patrick Mahomes yeah, wearing all red. Yeah, it's just a fact. Like, yeah, no, that's let's not be dumb that's about fair. it. So, um, yeah, those are mine. Third. My number before. three... The Bengals. Now, this is kind of a, another hot take. Like, I mean, it's a white jersey. People don't really like that from Color Rush. But I love the stripes that they add. I hate those stripes. You hate them? I hate the stripes. Oh, looks, dude, they look sick. I think the orange. They are a great team. And I know, like, okay, so, like, the helmet rule, which actually might be changed, which we'll talk about that, like, in the future, yeah. you know, um, when newer jerseys come out. But um, the orange helmet actually kind of looks good with the all white jersey. I, I know what you're it's saying. Such, it's it's a good color pop, and it actually makes the orange helmet better than like a normal home jersey for them. Um, I love the designs. Like, just it just feels like a like a bangle jersey to me. Like they're, they're they feel no, unique. The normal jerseys don't really just. It seems like they're screaming bangle at you, where it's a little bit too much. Yeah, this one's just so subtle. It's got tiger stripes. They look clean. The all white. I actually like an all white jersey. I think it looks clean. I mean. We'll get to, like, another all-white jersey that's sauce. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just don't think Bengals are cool. That's I don't know. Joe Burrow might look sauce. I don't think. No. I don't think Joe, Joe Burrow doesn't look sauce in the jersey. No, that's I don't facts. think he will. I think. I that's would, cap. I would love Joe Burrow to go to the. Do- oh, I should have put the Dolphins. Yeah, whatever. No, those are gross. The all-whites? Oh, yeah. It's their new one. The all-white? No, they're. they're yeah, I guess those I are like throwbacks, though. Yeah, those are the throwbacks. Anyways. Retro. No. Uh, but no. I just don't think Bengals are cool. That's just not a cool. I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. No, bro. I just sounds stupid. Number three, or a Bengal. Alright, whatever. What's okay. what's your next one? My next uh, is this third. Or I don't know what's your third. Oh, we're on second. Okay. Oh yeah, we're on second. I, uh, my second is the Panthers baby blue. I what, dude? That's these aren't good. No, these are not good. Okay, I love baby blue jerseys on any. Like I love the Chargers baby blue jerseys. I just think it looks nice. It's too much. No, it's there's not. no like there's like no design on the pants. There's like no design on the jersey. Yeah, it's, it's just color rush. 
I remember watching Cam Newton play the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. And just, like, the jersey's just too much. Like, even Cam Newton didn't look that good in them. And when Cam Newton, back, like, in his MVP yeah, days, was, didn't look sauce. sauce. When he didn't look, when he couldn't pull off the jersey, you're just kind of like, eh. No, I think they look sick, dude. I think they had potential. I think if you had some more, like, black, it could be really nice. Don't okay. No, it's Just, like, be a little bit more black, but it's just too much blue. It'd be better, but, like, I, okay, it's just me personally. I love baby blue jerseys, so anytime anybody rocks baby blue, especially if it's Color Rush, I'm all in. I think it looks sick. And you could, like, have some dope designs to your shoes. Because baby mm, blue yeah. shoes have those uh, um, UNC 11s. Cam Newton, oh, wear those? Oh, God. Maybe, like, the off <laughs> Dude, cold, Just bro. put a cleat on them? I'm telling day. You. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I definitely think they're, like, a better color jersey, but not top five. What's your two? The Saints. Saints. The Saints all white. Okay. I mean, it's such a clean jersey. Yeah. You know, I mean, this one, I love their colors, so it's kind of, like, weird that I, I do like their all white so much. It's, but, okay. But again, even Drew Brees looks good in the all white. Yeah, and, and, uh... Just me personally, I love white and gold or black and gold. That's true. And just white and gold, it just it looks so clean. The only reason why this um, jersey is my number one is that I wish it looked a little bit better with their stadium and on their field. Yeah, like yeah, you're right. It it looks like it kind of looks like they're an away team. Yeah, because all their fans are wearing like the the dark gold. Yeah, and like black, and like black. Yeah. yeah. So I think it, I I think it should you know maybe comprehend a little bit more, but you know I still like it a lot. It's clean. The yeah. gold helmet looks sick. I, I agree. So all right. So what's your number two? What? What are you number talking? one? My bad. Oh, the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. So my number one is the uh, is the Saints as well. So that's why I won't really comment on that because we just talked about it. All right. My number one, the Vikings. Cap. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. One. What I don't like about the Ravens color jersey is like the bronze like number bro that's sick no it's not that's it the looks dope whack. part about no, it it looks whack what it looks whack okay so with the vikings jersey the all purple just is we can agree that all okay, purple all purple looks jersey. cool yeah the yellow is so prominent no. and clean no it, it, looks, it looks gross it looks good the yellow it makes it look gross i love the yellow i like it better i like it t- 10 times better than their normal jersey and then my final thing so like, like I said with the Saints, why they're not my number one is because it doesn't match, like, the stadium. When the entire stadium is all purple, that gorgeous stadium, all the fans are wearing the same color, and then you have your team wearing the most purple prominent jersey in the league because it's better than the Ravens. And then, like, the just the yellow and just numbers are clean. It's They fire. barely have yellow in their jersey. Like... But like like the like, normal jerseys. Like, yeah, I know. It's, that's why it's color rush. No, but it's, it looks so stupid. Well, the they, Ravens don't have any bronze in their jersey. Yeah, well, it looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> but Lamar, they have Lamar, so they have they have the uh, they have the right to change whatever. Even Kirk Cousins looks pretty fire in this jersey. No, okay, it doesn't look bad. Oh, okay, it doesn't look bad. It's the best but one. It look no. I'm not even a Vikings fan, but when I was like in Minnesota, I toured their stadium. I loved it. I was so close to maybe buying one of those jerseys, which I'm glad I did because I would have got like a dig jersey. Yeah. So I'm glad um, I didn't buy it. Awkward. Yeah, that would have been really awkward. That would have been like, uh, whatever. But I was so close to buying that jersey just because it is so clean. It's the be- it's the best color jersey. I think it looks good as a, I think the yellow looks good as a, like a, you wear it, a jersey, but not as like on the football field. I think yellow looks weird on the football field. 
I just think. Do you like, say? Wait, did you just say yellow looks weird on the football field when you no, have the Rams? I meant like the purple and yellow looks weird on the football field. It no, just doesn't. Clean. It doesn't mix. It's clean. It is so clean. They're it doesn't fire. mix on the same jersey. No, they're fire. Okay, the the best part that I love about the Chiefs is that it's simple. It it's just red. Okay, you didn't even have the Chiefs on your red. list though. Okay, but like, shut up. <laughs> but the best not part a real Chiefs fan. Is, but the best part about the can- Panthers is it's just blue. It's, it's disgusting. Same. It looks terrible on the football field. The blue and green. Talk. <laughs> but the but the I just feel like they mess it. And the Ravens, it's like the bronze. It's just it kind of hides though. It's like low key. The yellow is just boom in your face and gross. I don't like it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> We're just gonna argue about colors for fucking <laughs> ten minutes. So might as well. No, this color's better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I like turquoise. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty like. I mean, you can have very drastic opinions on jerseys. We agreed on the Jets, the Saints, as far as being in our top five. Yeah, Justin Saints. Saints. But yeah, I mean, let us know. I mean, if you, I mean, if you, if you listen this far, which hopefully you do, um, seriously, like, like, let us know your picks for top colors jerseys because I feel like it's kind of a highly debated topic. Because I think when these dropped, everyone in the NFL was just so excited because it's like, oh my god, colors, crazy. So I mean, let us know your your takes. Let us know what jerseys you like, don't like, you know, um. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the sports history kind of aspect of it. And see you next week.